0: Chapter Thirteen of Essays in Experimental Logic. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Essays in Experimental Logic by John Dewey. Chapter Thirteen An Added Note as to the Practical. It is easier to start a legend than to prevent its continued circulation no misconception of the instrumental logic has been more persistent than the belief that it makes knowledge merely a means to a practical end or to the satisfaction of practical needs practical being taken to signify some quite definite utilities of a material or bread-and-butter type habitual associations aroused by the word pragmatic have been stronger than the most explicit and emphatic statements which any pragmatist has been able to make but i again affirm that the term pragmatic means only the rule of referring all thinking all reflective considerations to consequences for final meaning and test nothing is said about the nature of the consequences they may be aesthetic or moral or political or religious in quality anything you please all that the theory requires is that they be in some way consequences of thinking not indeed of it alone but of it acted upon in connection with other things this is no afterthought inserted to lessen the force of objections mr pierce explained that he took the term pragmatic from kant in order to denote empirical consequences when he refers to their practical character it is only to indicate a criterion by which to avoid purely verbal disputes different consequences are alleged to constitute rival meanings of a term is a difference more than merely one of formulation the way to get an answer is to ask whether if realized these consequences would exact of us different modes of behavior if they do not make such a difference in conduct the difference between them is conventional it is not that consequences are themselves practical but that practical consequences from them may at times be appealed to in order to decide the specific question of whether two proposed meanings differ save in words mr james says expressly that what is important is that the consequences should be specific not that they should be active When he said that general notions must cash in, he meant, of course, that they must be translatable into verifiable specific things, but the words cash in were enough for some of his critics, who pride themselves upon a logical rigor unattainable by mere pragmatists. In the logical version of pragmatism termed instrumentalism, action or practice does indeed play a fundamental role. But it concerns not the nature of consequences but the nature of knowing t analysis is ultimately physical and active that meanings in their logical quality are standpoints attitudes and methods of behaving toward facts and that active experimentation is essential to verification put in another way it holds that thinking does not mean any transcendent states or acts suddenly introduced into a previously natural scene but that the operations of knowing are or are artfully derived from natural responses of the organism which constitute knowing in virtue of the situation of doubt in which they arise and in virtue of the uses of inquiry reconstruction and control to which they are put there is no warrant in the doctrine for carrying over this practical quality into the consequences in which action culminates and by which it is tested and corrected a knowing as an act is instrumental to the resultant controlled and more significant situation This does not imply anything about the intrinsic or the instrumental character of the consequent situation. That is whatever it may be in a given case. There is nothing novel nor heterodox in the notion that thinking is instrumental. The very word is redolent of an organum, whether novum or veterum. The term instrumentality, applied to thinking, raises at once however the question of whether thinking as a tool falls within or without the subject-matter which it shapes into knowledge the answer of formal logic adopted moreover by kant and followed in some way by all neo kantian logics is unambiguous to call logic formal means precisely that mind or thought supplies forms foreign to the original subject-matter but yet required in order that it should have the appropriate form of knowledge. In this regard, it deviates from the Aristotelian organon which it professes to follow. For according to Aristotle, the processes of knowing, of teaching and learning, which lead up to knowledge are but the actualization through the potentialities of the human body of the same forms or natures which are previously actualized in nature through the potentialities of extra-organic bodies thinking which is not instrumental to truth which is merely formal in the modern sense would have been a monstrosity inconceivable to him but the discarding of the metaphysics of form and matter of cyclic actualization and eternal species deprived the aristotelian thought of any place within the scheme of things and left it an activity with forms alien to subject-matter to conceive of thinking as instrumental to truth or knowledge and as a tool shaped out of the same subject-matter as that to which it is applied is but to return to the aristotelian tradition about logic that the practice of science has in the meantime substituted a logic of experimental discovery of which definition and classification are themselves but auxiliary tools for a logic of arrangement and exposition of what is already known necessitates however a very different sort of organon it makes necessary the conception that the object of knowledge is not something with which thinking sets out but something with which it ends, something which the processes of inquiry and testing that constitute thinking themselves produce. Thus the object of knowledge is practical in the sense that it depends upon a specific kind of practice for its existence. For its existence as an object of knowledge, how practical it may be in any other sense than this is quite another story the object of knowledge marks an achieved triumph a secured control that holds by the very nature of knowledge what other uses it may have depends upon its own inherent character not upon anything in the nature of knowledge we do not know the origin and nature and the cure of malaria till we can both produce and eliminate malaria the value of either the production or the removal depends upon the character of malaria in relation to other things and so it is with mathematical knowledge or with knowledge of politics or art their respective objects are not known till they are made in course of the process of experimental thinking their usefulness when made is whatever from infinity to zero experience may subsequently determine it to be End of section 14